0: Hello everybody, welcome to the next in our TP matters podcast series. I'm Michael Butler. And I am joined here by Corneli Espost, Leandi, and we have Archie as well. That is Leandi Guerta and Archie Romana all part of our TP team. So what are we talking about today? This is the discussion of a, a draft interpretation note on uh, associated enterprises. So, what's happened is associated enterprises is an international term that's often used in transfer pricing. was imported in, actually, do you want to just step in and tell us about it a bit?
1: Thanks, Michael and hello, everybody. The current definition of f- affected transaction in section 31 only includes transactions, operations schemes, arrangements, or understanding between the parties that are connected persons. As you know, the term associate enterprise, as contemplated in Article 91, has been inserted into section 31 and in the definition of the affected transactions with the effect of f- from assessment years be- commencing on or after 1st January. 2023. The effect of this new definition that it broadens the application of transfer pricing provisions and it will bring into the transfer pricing net, which would not have previously been included. is issued this draft interpretation node to provide guidance around the interpretation and application of these concepts. It appears that SARS has looked at overseas designations in determining the meaning of associated enterprises and have incorporated this thinking into the draft I.N.
0: OK, so that Article 9 that you're referring to, I think that's Article 9 of the OECD Model Tax Convention. So SARS is now bringing in your know, sort of cutting edge thinking internationally, what parties should be caught by transfer pricing so it goes broader than just our very strict uh, connected person definition which is very formalistic and this seems to be a bit broader than that Cornelia, do you want to tell us a bit more?
2: Yes, Michael. So, you're correct that associated enterprise definition that's included in Section 31 refers to the associated enterprise definition as contemplated in Article 9 of the OECD Model Tax Convention. Now, Article 9 of the OECD Model Tax Convention describes two enterprises as being associated enterprises where A an enterprise of a contracting state participates directly or indirectly in the management, control, or capital of an enterprise of the other contracting state, or, not an and, or, the same persons participate directly or indirectly in the management control or capital of an enterprise of contracting state and an enterprise of another contracting state. And then, Article 3 provides that the term enterprise carry- applies to the carrying on of any business. As you will appreciate, these terms are really broad, and in the draft interpretation note, SOS has attempted to provide some examples of how these new rules will be applying.
0: Okay, so that's quite a mouthful and quite technical. What does that mean in practice? and can you make this real for me?
3: Sure thing, Michael. So the first requirement of the definition refers to direct or indirect participation in management. So what this means is... You may transact with an independent party, but where you are very very involved with the management of their business, then you um, can participate in the management. So this will be the case where you may be involved in the appointment, dismissal, or reassignment of the entity's key management um, uh, employees, the sharing of resources, or if you provide direction in entering into significant transactions. Another possible factor to consider is the concept of economic dependence, as this is a potential indicator that participation in management may be present. For example, sole suppliers or uh, distributors. One would need to look at all the factors to determine if there may be if they may ultimately have an effect on the pricing of the transaction, which is also an important requirement.
0: Okay, so. Let me just get straight. So, essentially, if I've got an associated enterprise, so first of all, it's got to be offshore. It's got to be a different company because that's a country, because that's how transfer pricing works. So, don't worry about if you've got things within the same country. So, it's typically not going to affect BE structures, that sort of thing. But if you've got a cross border, say a sole supplier in a different country, or very often there'll be a distributor who you don't own the shares in but you are quite involved with them that can potentially be caught under the terms associated enterprise okay um, and it's very vital you know, to remember that it's not any involvement with the management it's only it's got to be to such an extent that it influences the pricing. Because that's what transfer pricing, of course, is, is about is the pricing of goods between the parties is at arm's length. So if you're involved but you're not involved such that you affect the pricing, then it's okay. Fine. Archie, do you want to talk to me a little bit about what this thing of direct or indirect participation in capital means?
1: Sure, Michael. So for the concept of capital. Again, the Article 9 refers to participating in capital. But this time without providing or specifying a percentage holding of shares or voting rights, which would be regarded as participation, having an ability to influence the terms or the conditions or influencing the pricing for the purpose of transfer pricing. So one of the issues here is that there is no threshold for when it this applies. And the key point is that the participation or the participant must have an influence on pricing. So what it means is if there is no influence on pricing. the social enterprise concept will not apply. Um, unfortunately, there is no example in the draft interpretation released by SARS to explain the concept of capital, making this extremely difficult for our taxpayers to take it home.
2: Yes, Archie, that's that's quite correct. And I think a further example, um, the last one is direct or indirect participation in control. So, the concept of control is related to the structure of decision-making within an entity with the relevant persons having the ability to and being involved in directing the strategic financing and operating policies of the entity. So, let's make that real and go into two examples. So, essentially, if you've got a person that controls the decision-making in two entities, irrespective of their title, there's a risk that they may, may be associated enterprises. So, for example, the board of directors of company A set the pricing for another company in the group, Company B, notwithstanding the fact that Company B is its own board of directors consisting of completely different persons. Another example is where there is a common director across more, th- more than one group, entity, and. That director doesn't even necessarily need to have any shareholding, but that they say, for example, a dominant director, which then very directly influences the pricing of both companies. If you're in that realm, you then have the situation where you've got direct or indirect participation and control, which then may result in the associated enterprises, uh, concepts applying to your specific facts and circumstances.
0: Okay, so... What immediately strikes me in the South African context is mirror structures. great Whereby South Africans in the past, because of exchange control rules, would sometimes have a South African uh, operation run by you know, the, the normal business that tend to start here. And then when they went offshore, they have a separate um, group held by trusts which, maybe don't have a connected person link between them but it's the same human beings involved with with both and in those circumstances associated enterprises test may be triggered so you need to sort of if you've got any mirror structures you know, sort of focus on that a bit and as we said earlier sole suppliers sole distributors that's other stuff where it should be a red flag to say hang on think about associated enterprises most of the time for most big multinational groups the connected person test would have caught people anyway it's uh you know, your normal transfer pricing on your group structures would have would have applied but there are now a, there is now a broader associated enterprises terms that you need to to bear in mind okay um, the facts are key as with any sort of almost anti avoidance type of wording facts and circumstances are critical what's nice is that we are getting an APA advanced pricing agreement program um, so said it's coming the minister referred to it in the budget speech the use of that sort of program to give you clarity as a taxpayer, particularly on something like associated enterprises will be very useful so that taxpayers can know, does the law apply to them and they can get legal certainty on that. Right, thanks very much to all my panel members. Um, It's been very interesting and I think it's gonna be fascinating to see how this jurisprudence evolves in South Africa. Great, thanks very much everybody. Cheerio. This podcast is brought to you by PWC, All rights reserved. PWC refers to the South African member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PWC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com forward slash structure. For further details, this podcast is for general information purposes and should not be used as substitute for consultation with professional advisors.